Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Waterlog Podcast of 2022. My name is Dan Janolfi. And I'm Howard Marlowe. Not quite a two-year anniversary, but it's amazing it's been two years. And so I just wanted to uh, thank everyone for listening and thanks very much uh, to the American Shoreline Podcast Network and Coastal News Today for hosting us. Um, it's always it's always a pleasure and it's been a great partnership. So we look forward to continuing it in 2022. Also, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. can only say that for a few more days before it gets a little late. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, if you haven't seen somebody in February, since December, then why not? It's still a Happy New Year. Okay. Well, while Congress has been out for the past several weeks, um, today we're going to recap and set expectations. Well, we're going to recap on last year and set expectations for Congress and the Corps on Coastal Projects this year and highlight some key dates you can mark on your calendar. And then in addition, we'll also discuss one of the most controversial issues on the Clean Water Act, which is a new ruling on uh, WOTUS, Waters of the United States, uh, which takes us back to the Obama days, actually. So let's get started. So to recap, first, remember the amount of funding uh, available for the Corps right now is historic. Uh, There are four sources of funding that are currently being worked on at the uh, headquarters and ASA level of the Corps. And those four include the, uh, the Infrastructure Bill, which is also called the Infrastructure Investment Jobs Act, uh, the Continuing Resolution, which we're referring to as the IDA Supplemental. Then we've got the President's Budget and Annual Appropriations. All of those are getting worked on right now. Um, the first one that's going to be out is the Infrastructure Bill, and that's going to be around mid-January. Um, so that's your, that's your first opportunity. If you've requested funding through the Corps, that's a good opportunity. I think it's a little too late to make any requests now, but I know there are a lot of requests did come in um, to take a shot at some of that money. That's right. The uh, requests uh, came up from districts to division to headquarters. Headquarters then uh, met with uh, the assistant secretary's office. They then do the wheeling and dealing, which is really fighting back and forth between OMB and the ASA's office. And they, we expect, an, as you said, a, uh, a work plan for the jobs bill out by mid-January. Yeah. And if you're looking for money, take a shot, because if you don't get into one or the other, you've got two other options. Exactly. So it's, it's, now's the time to shine. Ask, uh, it, was, it was no harm, you know. Um, <clears throat> the infrastructure in, in particular, uh, that bill provides major funding for resilience and shore protection projects, which is great. I think it's just a tremendous opportunity. Uh, we talk a lot about roads and the like with infrastructure, um, but bottom line for water resources, there's just a huge amount of money for all types of water resources. And certainly uh, coastal was not left out. No, it was not. Um, we'll and be then... posting, I might say, on our Waterlog uh, LinkedIn page and our website, uh, when the work plan does come out for that, we'll be posting. We'll be alerting folks. You'll be the first to know. Um, so the next up is the expiration of the continuing resolution, uh, which is February 18th. And that also coincides with the end of the NFIP authorization. Um, and I expect that program to be extended via a hard and swift kick in the can as far as they can possibly want it. Yeah, in terms of NFIP, Congress has shown no guts. Um, doesn't make any difference what administration, who's been in control, what party's been in control. Nobody has the guts to actually do the kinds of 
reform that everybody agrees need to be done, but they're not doing it because it would have some blowback from some policyholders. Policyholders are already going to be providing enough blowback as NFIP 2.0 goes into effect for current policyholders sometime in April. April, yep. So when that hits, you know, there's enough going to hit the fan with people saying, oh, my policy premiums are increasing, that Congress won't want to even touch NFIP. So if they kick the can down the road for two years, they would be doing themselves... Well, I mean, just as an aside, you know, it's, okay, if you don't want to recognize climate change, fine. But there's a fine group in New Jersey, New Jersey Coastal Coalition, and one thing that whether you agree with climate change or not, is they all are experiencing flooding. Right. Whether you believe that it's caused by greenhouse gases or whatever, that when the water's there and it's two feet at your doorstep, it's flooding, and you acknowledge that it's there and that it's far more than... It was just a few decades ago. Exactly. Actually, you can go back a decade and say, you know, what we're experiencing now is far more than we were experiencing 10 years ago. And look at that 10-year decadal experience and say, hey, either... What they're saying is the reality. They know that sea levels are rising. What NFIP maps don't recognize is they're, they're based on the past and past experience. It's a lot to do with the core and even their models uh, for hurricanes and like based on the past. And yes, they do have things that take, in their case, they have sea level rise predictions taken into account, but NFIP doesn't. And Congressional Research Service last year did a uh, report on that and said, uh, it's either that or General Accounting Office, and I'm sorry, I don't remember which. But the fact is, they said, it, th these things don't, they, they need to be changed. These maps that our updated maps are still based on past data. So that's what Risk Rating 2.0 is attempting to do. Attempting to do that. But still, there's a lot looking at past data to do their property-based as opposed to region-based um, forecasting of uh, you know what premiums ought to be. It, it needs to be really changed. And, and the fact is it's not being changed. But... We're not the ones who are voting on this, and therefore it's easy for us to say. But I think that people need to be understanding that you can continue to criticize the federal government for subsidizing whatever you want to through the NFIP. But if you're going to criticize it, then you're going to have to have be pushing for the kind of changes that will really encourage people to take risk into account in terms of what they do with their properties or new properties. We have so many people who are investing in properties along the coast as investments now compared to the, a few years ago in COVID and all of the properties. Oh, push people to the beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So then next up, uh, president's budget is expected out. Um, Beginning of March. Around March. If it comes out on time. Right. Um, some people I saw, you know, being negative and not predicting and saying that, well, it's not going to come out on time. I'm going to predict it comes out yeah. on time. March. And then with that will also be the IDA supplemental work plan. I think so. So this is, these are four separate work plans that the Corps has got to rack and stack. and. Yes, because also the, the other one is going to be the, the one you just talked about, the President's budget for FY23 
which comes out, as you said, in, in March, is earmarked, always has been earmarked. So there's racking and stacking, which is going on now, which is included. What do we put in the FY23 that we want, the president wants funded? Which, a little secret between those of us who are listening, is that we haven't seen a shore protection project, beach nourishment project, included in a president's budget, with a couple of exceptions um, for the last several years. Again, spanning administrations. And the, and the president's budget is going to include funding for projects that we're not sure. Well, I'm sure they're going to figure this out at headquarters, but my point is the FY22 work plan's not out by the right. time the president's budget comes out, which is just a little... They're, they're trying to figure out how to make sure that they don't screw up. And when you realize that they are going to also have the infrastructure money to figure out, plus the FY22 coming out, and then figuring out FY23 and, and in the eyes of supplemental, it really is, I don't envy the job, quite frankly. It's like uh, computers uh, make it easier, but it, it's like taking puzzle pieces on your desk and it'll be a lot easier doing it that way. What do we want funded? What does Congress want funded that we, the administration, don't really care about? Which there is largely local, uh, coastal, I mean. So therefore, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to see some interesting things. I, I don't know whether interesting is good or not. I think we'll see the interesting, interesting stuff coming in the infrastructure work plan coming out later this month. So, uh, and I do want to just ask a quick question. Um, infrastructure bill, it does not have a limit on new starts. No. Uh, what about the other three? The, well, I'm sorry, at, at least the continuing resolution and then... Nothing on new starts there. That's all going on the Ida supplemental. Uh, and there would not be a new start there that I recall. Um, and then with regard to... Peabody and FY22. We'll FY22 contains new starts right. that were either proposed by the president or added by Congress. And the president's budget will, as you know. Any new start he wants, he can get. Exactly. So if all goes to plan and Congress can uh, get together and pass the energy and water development bills by mid-February, we can expect to see an FY22 annual work plan around April. Yeah. Um, and around that time, discussions on WERDA will also be, uh, begin. So things are kind of moving in a predictable, somewhat... Confusing. <laughs> confusing, <laughs> albeit, but, but predictable uh, for the next few months. So... Um, another note that the, uh, the Section 7001 report for 2021, which was held up at OMB, has finally been released. You can find that on the course website. Um, that has all the recommendations that the Assistant Secretary makes for inclusion in WARDA 22. So it's an important document, assuming Congress limits itself to putting into Order 22 only those things that have been in the Section 7001 report. So the next date to, uh, to throw on the calendar would be uh, 2022, Section 7001. And I think that's a little too far off because that'll, well, that'll start next August. Well, the 20, it depends how we count years here, but the one that was due last February is, as you said, recently came out. The next one is due this coming February, believe it or not. So, therefore, that will be the final one which will be included in WERDA 22. Right. 
So these two, will there be in a Section 7001 that report that comes out in February of 22? Yeah, 23. Uh, no, I'm talking about 22 right now. I know we've thoroughly confused each other here. <laughs> so therefore, our listeners, <laughs> good luck, folks. There's one for 21 that came out instead of February 21. It came out in November, December of 21. There's one in, due in February of 22 that I think might not come out in February 22. Just We're going to have to see how this all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have no idea, quite frankly, what they're going to do. But we'll see. It makes it fun. You know, you, you never quite know what's going to happen uh, in terms of uh, how Congress is going to meet deadlines, in this case, how the administration is going to meet deadlines. So that moves us, uh, moves us into our discussion on Waters of the United States, which is... Um, well, starting in the, when you probably have more background on this than I do, but in essence, this is this is a discussion between farmers and regulators over whether the small pond of slightly moving water is theirs or the government's, right? If it's basically, it does affect, as you know, far more than farmers, but a lot of the agricultural interests mm -hmm. have been the ones who've been most concerned about this because if you're going to do something that is going to have an effect on a waters, on a water of the United States, then you need a permit, a Section 404 clean water permit. So what is a water of the United States? That has been a subject of regulation uh, over the years, going back to uh, the 1970s and 1980s. Basically, where we are right now is with the Obama definition a regulatory definition that was adopted during the Obama administration, which really adopted previous uh, definitions of EPA, and jointly by EPA and, and the U.S. Corps, oddly enough, because both of those agencies administer what is a waters, water of the U.S. Um, and just going, what was it, last month, uh, the administration said that it was adopting the Obama rule formally instead of leaving it up in the air because the court has thrown out, the federal court threw out the Trump version. Um, so, the, so the Obama era yeah. is in essence, that ruling is in place now? It is in place now for anybody applying for permits. And there will be new amendments made new, to that? Yeah, modifications will be made by this administration. Uh, they originally expected them to be out in the early part of this year. I would be hard-pressed to say they would come out before the fall, but certainly not until sometime later this year. So for those of you doing planning, uh, the planning relies right now on the Obama-era uh, rule, and uh, if there's a change, uh, one, there will be a lot of notice and public comment, period, but there will also be discussions, stakeholder meetings prior to that before a rule is, a draft rule is announced. So that's it. If you have any questions, uh, please let us know. We're looking forward to next uh, next month's episode out in February because we're going to have, uh, the, have the infrastructure work plan to talk about. Um, as yeah. we'll, be, we'll be up against a and number then, of other things. Yeah, we'll be then speculating on what the next things are going to be <laughs> and seeing how, whether we can confuse our listeners more. But uh, hopefully, uh, do follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, Mortar Log is there. It's a nice page and it's got a lot of updates 
um, that are posted regularly and we like to have followers. Looking forward to another year. So until February, take care and Happy New Year. Bye-bye.